Hello, car fanatics in Irvine, Orange County, California, the United States, and around the world. It's time for the most famous words in motorsport. Drivers, start your engines. Keep fired up and ready. one and two. This week on Speedway Sounds. Dave Lindsay, creator of the long-running car show website SoCalCarCulture.com and avid local car show photographer, joins me to discuss his favorite car show memories from over the years and will debut the SoCal Car Calendar, a weekly announcement of all the car events coming up. With his expertise, I'll dive deep into local car culture and take you along for the ride. After that, I'll give a rapid recap of this weekend's NHRA Winter Nationals at the Auto Club Raceway in Pomona. All that and more on this week's Speedway Sounds. Hello, everyone. Today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2017. Happy Valentine's Day, also known as Singles Awareness Day. Fortunately, my love for cars helps to fill the void. Enough on that tangent. Let's go right into today's interview. One of the biggest goals I have for this show is to dive into the rich and historic local car culture here in Southern California, especially in Orange County. So I wondered, how can I find out where all the car shows are and where all the races are? Although I have been to many, many races, I've never been a part of a car club or involved in a car show. Well, I did what the average local car culture novice would do. I looked on the internet. And the first website I came across was SoCalCarCulture.com. It has a ton of very updated information about different clubs and meetups going on almost every day. I then thought, the best way to officially start our journey deep into the heart of car culture is to ask the creator of the website himself. And he is my guest today. Welcome, Dave Lindsay. How are you doing, Dave? Doing great. Nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me, and uh, hope we can have a good time doing this. I'm glad you're here. First of all, what is SoCalCarCulture.com to you? Well, it's a website that I sort of created Seat of the Pants 15 years ago, and it lists all the car events going on in Southern California, be they car shows, cruise nights, car clubs, etc., um, any car club with a website is listed on there. So it's almost 15 years old, right? What motivated you to build it back then? Well, this was kind of a project that was in the back of my mind for a while. I had just uh, ended a 20-year career. I went back to school for a semester to learn web development and took that and did this as a final to myself. Uh, I've always had an interest in cars, and it just seemed like a natural thing to do. At the time, everything was in print, and you couldn't really find viable information on the web. Nice, very nice. So how did you go about creating it? I just sat down and did it. Once I learned uh, you know, how to put a website together, um, I had all the visual skills, and I just literally sat down and created it, thought about it for a couple weeks, and put it together. What are some of the standout cars you have seen over the years while going to these car shows? Well, I've probably seen a lot of the show cars in the hot rod world. I've seen most of the exotics that uh, none of us can afford to buy. There was a local show here called Cars and Coffee, which really uh, created something that went on around the world. And everybody used to bring their exotics. The manufacturers used to bring their uh, concept cars out. Everything showed up. Everybody showed up. And uh, it really became quite a thing. It's so big that they finally had to shut it down. 
I've heard I've heard a little bit about it. What was it like? Uh, you you say all sorts of standout cars, but like when when was this? Where was this? This took place every Saturday, first thing in the morning from you know dawn till nine o'clock, and it started out at a shopping center in uh, on the Newport coast. We were finally thrown out of there because it kind of got too big to to deal with, but. Um, one of the marketing people at Ford was there, and he was a big fan, and he looked at his empty parking lot, got permission from Ford, and we moved over there. And it had about a, um, I don't know, eight or nine year run at Ford before it got too big over there. And it finally broke off into little cars and coffees all over. So other than cars and coffee, where do you like to go to car shows? You know, I'll go most anywhere to a car show at uh Geography doesn't matter. If it's something I'm interested in going to, I'll show up. There's so much that goes on here in Southern California. You know, within a couple hours, you can find something any day. And, um, you know, there's, there's definitely local things. Cars and Coffee kind of moved to Aliso Viejo in the, in the shopping center there. And uh, that's had a, a good run. The mayor was the one that invited everybody to show up there. So it's had some support community-wise. But, um, you know, there's good car shows all over. Did the website help you get involved in car culture, or did car culture help you get involved in the website? Oh, probably both ways, but the website really uh, opened a lot of doors. Uh, A lot of people know the site. They don't necessarily know me by site, which is good, because then I can go shoot things without uh, talking to people. But... um, uh, not to sound anti-personal, but sometimes you just want to focus on shooting. But um, no, it, it's been very good. It opens doors. Um, I usually get media credentials for any show that has an admission fee. And uh, it's gotten quite a following over the years, mostly by word of mouth. So tell me about some of your photography over the years. You've done a lot of photography. What do you? What is your approach to photographing cars at car shows? You know, I don't really have an approach. It's what I feel. Um, I've always loved cars. I love the design. Um, I do things that show close-ups, details. I shoot whole cars. I shoot, you know, overalls of the show. It's just something that uh, I got into photography back in the early 70s. I was given a department that sold cameras, so I went out and learned about what they were and fell in love with photography. And uh, I was an early adopter of digital because digital just makes it easier, I think. And um, did I, I just go, it's what I see, it's what I feel. Each car evokes a different response. You may see details that uh, you want to capture. You may see whole cars that look better just as a whole car. Uh, it just, it varies. It's whatever I feel. Here's a question I'll ask since it's Valentine's Day and we're, we have a, a theme of, of loving cars here. Why do you love cars? Yeah, I don't know. I was born that way. Whatever, uh, whatever triggered it, I knew car names when I learned to talk. And it never went away. I've always been a car fan. What have been some of your favorite stories from over the years when you go to these car shows? Oh, it's always fun to talk to people at the shows because each car seems to have a story and it's fun when you run across somebody who's owned a car since it it, maybe it was their first car and they've owned it for 40 or more years 
and they start telling you the stories they went through, uh, whether it's original, if they happened to uh, had to go back and restore it, or if uh, maybe they sold it and it got away, and they found it again and brought it back and restored it to its uh, original shape. But uh, everybody has an incredible story with the cars. Um, you know, whether it was a hand-me-down in the family, whether it was a first car, whether it was something they dreamed about for years and finally could afford to get it, um, everything has a great story. In the brief knowledge I have, I've heard of a debate where some car owners like to buy cars or like to collect cars that are restored, and some like to just have the original car and put everything original, nothing's been replaced. What is your opinion on that? Yeah, those are uh, two sides of the fence. Um, the ones that are original that haven't had anything replaced are probably the most valuable in most cases, as long as they're in really good shape. Um, but there's a certain fun factor, I think, to being hands-on and restoring your own car and going through that process. Uh, a lot of guys are, are wanting to do that. Some just have deep pockets and they want to go have somebody do the work for them and go receive all the accolades after it's restored. So you get different people with different uh, preferences. Real quickly, I just wanted to mention that you are listening to Speedway Sounds with Noah Stein on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm with Dave Lindsay, who is an avid car show photographer, a lifelong fan of car shows, and the creator of SoCalCarCulture.com, a website for Southern California car fans to find out where the next car show or automotive event is taking place. So I've never been to a major car show here in Orange County, or I've actually very rarely been to car shows. What is a good starting point, starting guide for someone who wants to go to a car show for the first time? You'd probably be best off going to one of the larger shows. And one of the best shows out there is Cruising for a Cure. It takes place on the third Saturday every September. And there's usually about 3,200 to 3,500 cars. And the lady that started this show did it because her husband had prostate cancer. And all the, uh, all the proceeds go to help fund prostate cancer research. And over the years, um, they do a free test at every show. Over the years, she's saved about 250 lives from us old guys oh going. Gosh, wow. Yeah, from going and getting uh, tested. And it's great. Every year, these guys come back. They wear a blue shirt showing that they're a survivor. And uh, it has all kinds of cars. So it's a good place to start. It's at the uh, Orange County Fairgrounds. So it's huge. Tell me about the atmosphere of car shows. Tell me more about it. Well, it's a pretty casual atmosphere. Most of them, uh, a lot of them, the owners will be sitting around behind their cars or in front of their cars and talking to the spectators. And uh, they usually love nothing better than to explain everything on their car, explain how they got into it, tell the history, tell the story. So you can pretty much approach anybody and they'll be happy to talk about their car. Each one has some unique characteristics. And uh, obviously the owners are proud of it. So... It's a pretty friendly atmosphere that way. Yeah, I can't wait to take the show to some of these car shows and, and perhaps even interview some of the people there and and get some of these great stories that you are talking about. Um, hopefully I get to do that in the future. 
uh, with this show. Uh, so for you personally, what's next? What's next with the website? What's what's the next car show you're going to? Do you know? <laughs> well, the next car show will be something this weekend if it isn't raining as it's forecast. But what's next? I don't know. There's There's a certain direction of video that everybody's going to, and I'm not sure that that's my calling. But uh, occasionally I'll dabble in it. It just seems to take a lot of time, and this is a one-man show, so... I do what I can. But, you know, if anybody has ideas, if they want to see something, I'm open to suggestions. So how can people contact you and find the website and find your photography? Well, the website is www.socalcarculture.com. There's an email link on there. There's a link to all the photography. It's all on uh, Flickr. And uh, there's probably 250,000 images up there in an archive right now. It's all dated. It goes back to uh, early 2000s. And uh, it's listed by date and by car show. So if you're looking for something specific, you can go back and look it up. Thank you so much, Dave, Lindsay, for coming on the show and bringing your stories and bringing what you do with your website and telling us about it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Noah. I look forward to uh, seeing you again, uh, maybe at the UCI car show. Uh, should be in April, I think. Yes, I'm definitely looking forward to doing to going to a car show. We'll have Dave back on later in the show to debut our brand new segment on Speedway Sounds called SoCal Car Calendar. Now it's time for a rapid recap of the NHRA Winter Nationals in Pomona, featuring some audio clips from the TV broadcast and the press conference. Let's go from the slowest category to the fastest. First up, Pro Stock. These cars have carbon fiber bodies modeled after production counterparts, and the engine is a 500cc V8 outputting more than 1300 horsepower. They'll often reach 210 miles per hour in six and a half seconds. The closest final of the entire day saw Jason Line defeat Greg Anderson. Line had a fantastic measured reaction time of just five thousandths of a second, which gave him all the advantage he needed even though Anderson's car had the higher speed. Here's the audio tape. Jason Line exact a little revenge from 2016. Kick off his title defense. First Wally of the year. 005, he's out. Good night, Greg Anderson. Congratulations, Jason Line. 14th consecutive season with at least one race win. He is the active leader in that category. Jason Line just hoisted his 46th career Wally. Next up was the funny car category. This is definitely a cliche, but they're no laughing matter, with a top speed of 330 miles per hour. Before I talk about the final in that category, the rivalry between legends John Force and Don Schumacher reignited with some sort of altercation off the strip. Don Schumacher has previously claimed that John Force, who owns several funny cars, is purposely overpaying employees to attract Don Schumacher's employees to come to his team. Although I'd call that capitalism, Don Schumacher says it is, quote, destroying the sport. And I'll definitely research more of this for a future show. The drama on the strip reached its peak when defending champion Matt Hagen of Don Schumacher Racing took on Courtney Force of John Force Racing. Both drivers had nearly equal reaction times, but Matt Hagen pulled ahead and beat Courtney Force by less than three hundredths of a second to take the funny car class victory. Above all the controversy, Matt Hagen was emotional, dedicating his win to his late brother in the post-race interview and saying this in the press room. 
Uh, just a real special race for me. Like I said, uh, you know, a lot of stuff happened over the off season with losing my brother and, you know, just coming out motivated. And, you know, my lights have been great. The car's running great. Uh, we just got a real powerhouse team right now. And, uh, you know, I got to say thank you to Don Schumacher. There's a lot of, there's, you know, a line of drivers that would sit in that car and take my job tomorrow. But, um, you know, he keeps me in the car. And, uh, you know, I just try to do a good job for him. We just got to keep that going. You know, anytime we can put those forces on the trailer, um, you know, that's what we need to do. We're here to win, and Don expects us to win. And, and we uh, we got to get it done up there on the starting line. And uh, it starts with uh, the Christmas tree and then the racetrack. So I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I mean, it's, a, like I said, a very special win for me. Uh, very, I guess, emotional off season, And uh, it's good to put a mouthpiece in and come back out here and get it done. Lastly, we have Top Fuel. These cars use the same engines as the funny cars, but are the most aerodynamic dragsters you'll ever see. Leah Pritchett easily defeated Doug Kalita after Kalita had a poor start for her second career victory. Here's what she had to say about her mentality just before those three and a half seconds. So we took what we had, we beefed it up, we put all the toppings on top of it, made the ingredients better, so to speak, and what we have right now is what you'd call like a, a a level 10 pizza, a perfect pizza. We have, in my opinion right now, we have the perfect group of people, partners, sponsors, a car that is reacting. Sometimes, you know, you tell the car what to do, crew chiefs put it, you know, have their input, and it wants to be a stubborn child and not this thing. This thing is like A plus grade, A, like perfect kid in school type of situation right now, and, and we're taking full advantage of it. The next round will take place in Phoenix in two weeks. At this point, let's welcome back Dave, and he will give us our very first SoCal car calendar of this show. Okay, for starters this weekend, um, let's start with Friday. One of the big shows is the Meekum Collector Car Auction out at the Pomona Fairgrounds. And Meekum does an excellent job on their auctions. So if you get a chance, go out there. You can just spectate. You can bring home a new car, whatever. Um, Buena Park. There's Classic Car Fridays. It's one of the better run cruise nights. It's been going on for a long time. He has a huge following and a huge raffle table every week. Then there's uh, Burbank, Bob's big boy. This has been going on for years. Occasionally Jay Leno shows up. It's just always fun. And then we have um, Garden Grove, Old Main Street. It's kind of a... Uh, cobblestone Main Street, so it's a good location. There's little shops, and that's been going on for a long time. So going to Saturday, we start out with uh, Aliso Viejo Cars and Coffee. It's become a big hit, usually 200 to 300 cars every week. Then Brea has a uh, Cars Cycles and Coffee. That is uh, fairly recent, but uh, I think it's taken off. I haven't been there yet. Another one in Brea, there's a Centennial Picnic Car Show. Carlsbad, there's one called Seabad Cars, Seabad being short for Carlsbad, and that has a huge following, so check that out. Chino, there's a uh, Chili Cook-Off and Car Show this week. It's at uh, Cross Point Church. Corona, there's a Cars and Coffee out there at the Celine headquarters, and that's developed a good following over the last year and a half. Now, uh, El Segundo at the Automobile Driving Museum, which is a great place to visit, there's a Mustang car show this weekend. Garden Grove, there's a morning cruise early, DK's Donuts. Huntington Beach, there's the famous Donut Derelicts, and this has gone on forever. Nobody runs it, it just happens. But uh, 
Adams Avenue Donuts is is right there, and it's just become a, a great place to go every Saturday. There's also um, an early rotters meet out in La Cañada. They meet every weekend in a shopping center. Long Beach, there's a new one called Spring Street Parking Lot Parade that's happening. Newberry Park, there's a Conejo Valley Cars and Coffee. Uh, in Orange on Saturday is the All Packard Concours, and it's at the Double Tree Hotel. Riverside, there's a Wheels to Warbirds cruise. It's out at the Riverside Municipal Airport, and there's actually rides in old World War II planes. So that's a unique experience. In uh, Valencia, there's a Coffee and Cars. In Buena Park on Sunday, there's a Pickers Paradise swap meet. In Escondido, down in San Diego County, there's going to be a Cruising Grand fundraiser, and this is a great thing where the cars are cruising up and down Grand Street in Old Escondido. Now, um, in Gardena, on uh, Sunday, Classic Cruisers have a, a cruise every Sunday. Lakewood, there's hot cakes and hot rods in, in the morning. Malibu, there's Wheels and Waves Malibu. Newport Beach, there's a cruise at Balboa. It's called Balboa Car Show at the Fun Zone. Also in Newport Beach, uh, there's a Cars and Cafe at Mulan Bistro, and this attracts uh, all the hottest exotics and latest things out there. Northridge, there's a Classic Cars and Coffee. Orange, the largest all-packard swap meet in the West. Rancho Santa Margarita, there'll be a car show at Daly's Sports Grill. And last but not least, Seal Beach, Hot Rods at the Beach. And that's a lot of things going on this weekend. It is. Thank you so much, Dave Lindsay, for telling us about this weekend's car events on your website, SoCalCarCulture.com. And that will be a recurring segment every week. I will use Dave's website and mention his website, and I will announce a lot of the events that are going on as he posts them. All right. Real quickly, I'll just mention the racing events I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, this Saturday, I believe, is the Formula E race in Buenos Aires. Also on Saturday is the ARCA 200-mile race at the Daytona International Speedway. And that Saturday night is the annual non-points event for the NASCAR, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series called the Advanced Auto Parts Clash. And then the following day, Sunday, is Daytona 500 qualifying. And I cannot wait for the NASCAR season to begin. Also this week, I'm celebrating my 10th anniversary of being a NASCAR fan. Uh, I started in on February 18th, 2007, when I watched the 2007 Daytona 500. It's a very special uh, anniversary for me being a fan. And that's it for this week's Speedway Sounds. Huge thanks to Dave Lindsay for joining me on the show today. Follow the show at Speedway Sounds, all one word, on both Facebook and Twitter for show previews and your opportunity to ask my guests a question. Next week on Speedway Sounds, I'll talk about NASCAR Speed Weeks at Daytona leading up to the 59th annual Daytona 500. I'm Noah Stein, and thank you so much for listening. Always wear a helmet and never ever drive distracted or under the influence.